to. Welcome to the Nebraska Hawksmen. These guys are brave. They're Hawkeyes living in enemy territory. Listen, these guys are way past their point. But they're still Hawkeyes. They're spreading the Hawkeye hype to all of Nebraska. The Frost Advisory is canceled. Corn Huskers, more like corn suckers. Are you ready for this podcast? Let's go! Welcome back to the Nebraska Hawks Nest. Your Hawkeye Oasis located in an overhyped and delusional Nebraska desert. Welcome, boys. We are excited to have the band back together tonight. We have a major announcement. Excitement is in the air. I can feel it. I got goosebumps on my arms right now. I'm fired up. You guys are fired up. I hope everyone else is fired up. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Get to the computer right now. Turn, turn on the internets. Up on high. Crank it because we got some stuff to talk about. But first, before we get to that, our friend, C.B. Travis, the mayor of Beverly Bluffs, is traveling the country right now. He is on assignment for the Nebraska Hawks Nest, going around speaking to college football groups across the country who have lost their way. A lot of them have lost their way. The, The only fan base... That is lost isn't just in Lincoln, Nebraska. Okay, they're they're in Ames, they're in Bloomington, they're in Champaign. I mean, they're in Ann Arbor, they're in Columbus. They're, I mean, they're in Evanston, Illinois, by Northwestern Kitty Cats. Travis, how how is it out there? You're setting the tone for the college football season. You're pressing the flesh, kissing babies, shaking hands, spreading the Hawkeye word. Tell us, tell us how it is. Well, let me tell you what, if, uh, you know, j- between Joliet, Illinois, and the Indiana border, they haven't paid enough money in road taxes, so we know that the people in Illinois are j- d- delusional and lost. Sorry, <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> I, just, hey, I, just, I just live here, man. <laughs> yeah, now we're in a wonderful Indiana. You know, going to go by South Bend here pretty quick. And you know what? They haven't spent much more money on road taxes. I'm just throwing that out there. So, uh, Kyle, 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 can you maybe tell them to take some of that money from the tolls so the White Sox can move to a safe part of Chicago where people aren't getting hit by stray bullets? The <laughs> hell is that all about? Yeah, I know. It, it's like it's just a budget to keep regenerating the roads that are perfectly fine. They just like, you know, six months from now, they'll be like, hey, guys, we need to tear up that road you just built six months ago. That's perfectly fine. And build another one. Um, yeah, what I did was I just got a credit card that like has high rewards. And that's where my eye toll just gets deducted from. Uh-huh. So it's just, it's just perpetual. I'm just kidding. I don't have that. But that's actually a great idea. I should probably do that. I wonder if like I wonder if something like that would help Omaha. Like they must use the shittiest concrete 
known to man. I mean, the roads are so bad, the mayor doesn't even live here. It's like, definitely, <laughs> it's, definitely, it's definitely a conspiracy, man. Like, it's one of those things where I want to, you know, sit down and have a drink with whoever's in charge and be like, what WTF, man? You know, like, what, yeah. what's going on here? Tell me what I don't I, know. I drive a Jeep Grand Cherokee, and I was driving it. It was making these weird noises. And so I brought it in, and I'm like, yeah, I think something's wrong with my back hatch or something like that. And they're like, uh, no, your shocks are blown. And I said, this is supposed to be an off, like a off-road capability four-wheel drive vehicle. And they're like, uh, potholes in Omaha, they're rough. I mean, that's how bad they are. Like, they look like craters have hit, and they do a terrible job of maintaining the roads here. And then I, sorry, I'll get off my Omaha rant here in a minute, but one of the worst things, and Kyle, you tell me about this and, and Travis, tell me about Beverly bluffs too, but you know, like the little side parts of like, you know, the interstate exits and like, we have like Dodge street, which goes, you know, all the way through the city and you get off and there's these grassy areas on the side. And, you know, we're the media, we're the median capital of America. So there's medians everywhere and we put grass on them. But the thing in Omaha is they don't like to mow the grass or maintain it. They just have weeds growing that are the size of palm trees and they look like complete crap, but they tax the hell out of everybody here. And it's expensive as hell to live here, but they can't maintain the roads or mow the damn grass on the sides of the roads. So you guys tell me what it's like where you're at. Well, so one, back when I worked with Naval Special Warfare, I was driving hundred miles a day. Uh, I would purposely think of like alternate routes just so I could like not pay. Cause it ended up being per day. Uh, 13 bucks if I were to take, wow. like, you know, the convenient route tollways. Uh, you know, it, it, it would tack on an extra 20, 30 minutes, but I would just wake up an extra 20, 30 minutes earlier, you know, like that to me, that was worth it. But anyway, uh, and, and number two, we don't have medians here in Illinois. Like they're all about just like surprise U-turns, man. Like you, uh, you know, and, and that's something I remember my, my, uh, my father riding with me here in Illinois for the first time. And I like missed a turn and I'd already been driving in Illinois for a while. And I was just like, you know, there was no oncoming traffic. So I was just like, bam. And he was like, you know, he grabbed the old shit bar and was like, whoa, 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 you know, what's going on? And in Illinois, man, like we don't have, there's, I mean, there are medians, but they're like maybe one or two inches off the ground. They're designed for you to basically pull the surprise you whenever you want. I grew up in Des Moines and the roads were not this bad. Like they it's are actually very convenient, man. Like uh, it sounds bad, but you know, I'm not saying all of a sudden I'm going 50 mile an hour and I slow down, slam on the brakes and pull Yui. I'm very polite. I'm from Iowa, but um, you know, there are those Illinois drivers and I will say like when you're traveling on Illinois, Travis, you know, I don't know where you are right now. If you go like the speed limit might be 70, but if you're going 70, you're probably going to cause an accident because everyone else is going 85. Yeah. I, I, I've taken 80 and 88 across Illinois and I don't care which or yeah, 80 that you're standing still you're going yeah. with traffic it's freaking nuts so uh yeah but uh, you know in, in council bluffs you know they love meetings in council bluffs which i still don't understand why but uh mm. yeah they do that and then they someone got a spray d to east said town they put one of them roundabouts one of them circle things those are horrible so uh <laughs> yeah i i mean especially when you own a truck that's half the size of a semi and it's like oh let's put this roundabout in here you know it looks like yeah. an accident 
been waiting to happen. So some of these potholes in Nebraska are not just Nebraska, but Omaha particularly. I expect a small family of five to crawl out of some of them. Like they're that huge. <laughs> it's insane. Garbage pail kids. Yeah, exactly. Like Matt has doesn't have to deal with that much. He has like highways and country roads. roads. Yeah, they're pretty good roads where I'm at. I, I can't complain too much. Oh, all right. Well, Bull so Dodge I, has their spots. Oh, yeah. But you can expect that in the Dirty Dodge. Dirty Dodge. Waterloo's got some rough ones too. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if you're from Waterloo, but I, I'm scared to death every time I drive through there. So. Oh, <laughs> it does. Chicken. Come on. Hey. hey. I roll through real quick. Try to get through. Um, <laughs> those of you that are uh, watching now on the live stream, if you're wondering why Travis is all blacked out, we're doing that to protect his identity um, because he's he's travel he's traveling, <laughs> and he, I think he, from what we the feedback we've gotten, he's agitated some of these fan bases, and um, so we we wanna we wanna protect his identity. So when he rolls into the next college town, they don't know what he looks like. So, but Travis, we need to get where our rants over. Tell us about the trip, how everything's going, and are you sp- spreading the black and gold gospel? Well, you know, got the tattoos, sun and gun going. Uh, you know, li- living the dream, spreading the Hawkeye love all around the Midwest. You know, in the in the heart of Big Ten country, we're we're east of Gary, Indiana, somewhere, Ooh. ready to hit another toll Gary. road here. Oh, yeah. Fantastic! I can't wait. So, so yeah, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, Sign says Ohio. So, uh, so uh, yeah, it's fantastic. So. All right, guys, I don't know if you've heard the news. There's something kind of exciting happening. And, you know, everyone that's listening, um, whether it be on our podcast or live stream, uh, all of us guys were talking. We're like, you know, we need to do something different with the podcast this year. We need to shake it up this season. Uh, We have fun what we're doing, but we feel like we got a little bit in a rut. And we needed to try something else, okay? And, you know, we want to keep you guys entertained. We want to talk Hawkeye Athletics, keep you guys having a good time and engaged with what we're doing. So we have to try to keep people on their toes a little bit. So um, we reached out, put some feelers out there, and decided that we're going to take the show on the road this year. Um, We're going to be going to every Thursday night. um, We're going to tell people to be there around 6 o'clock every Thursday at the dock Barn Grill and Council Bluffs. We're going to be doing the show live from there every week, except for the bye week and probably the week that we play Nebraska, because that'll be on Friday. Thanksgiving's on Thursday. So we'll let you guys know every week um, where the differences are going to be if we change the schedule. But 90% of the time, it's going to be every Thursday night. We really want you guys to come out, have some Hawkeye Fellowship. We're going to be giving out some Nebraska Hawks Nest T-shirts, some decals, maybe some koozies having a good time uh, in the dock in Council Bluffs. It's a Hawkeye bar. We got to support Hawkeye bars. And there's a reason, you know, I I do like living in Omaha a little bit, but I I don't think anybody here would support uh, our Hawkeye love like the dock in Council Bluffs. They um, pour in fresh off the tap, swarm gold nail. It's going to be flowing delicious it will be available so you guys need to come out and try that um and then swarm vodka you know your your boy adams is going to be drinking some of that too there's even some rumors around town that there could be occasional appearances from time to time from the miller light delight and kyle schlicker at some points throughout the season so mostly though it's going to be 
uh, CB Travis and myself broadcasting from there. We're going to be bringing Kyle and, and uh, Matt in. And then uh, periodically throughout the season two, we're going to be bringing in a couple former Hawkeyes in to join us. So we want you guys to come out, eat, have a good time meet some new Hawkeye fans. We're all about bringing the Hawkeye community together. That was the whole reason why we started this to begin with, not for me to hide in my basement and do a podcast. So uh, <laughs> we're, we need to get out here and do this. But Travis knows uh, the Doc Barn Grill and Council Bluffs extremely well. They're now an official sponsor of the Nebraska Hawks Nest. Um, some of the best wings I've ever had in my life. Like I, I ordered some at lunch and they came in a 12 and I couldn't even finish them because there was so much meat on them. I feel like when you go like Buffalo Wild Wings yeah. and places like that, they have good sauce. Like the sauce is good, yeah. but there's hardly any meat on the bone. Not at the dock. Like you eat 12 wings. If you can make it through it, man, you're going to be full. And it's good quality white chicken. I don't advocate for restaurants like that and, and try to promote them. But every time I've been there, the food's awesome. But Travis, tell us about the dock, how, how you know the guys there, and why Hawkeye yeah. fans should come out. Well, uh, long story short... Um, I'm friends with uh, Joe and Nelly DeSalvo and Lee uh, Tricia Gillespie. They're, they're the owners of the dock. They took it over here a couple uh, years ago. Um, you know, they're, you know, they're both Hawkeye fans. Um, they're, they're both Hawkeye fans, uh, both from Council Bluffs, Council Bluffs, Ohio area, from Council Bluffs. Uh, great people, um, you know. We talk, we, you know, there's a couple other people we talked to as well, but reached out to them um and they were interested in doing it they've they've had uh um you know they've had like i said they've had the bar they got great wings they got uh hang on i gotta grab a toll ticket here guys Uh oh (laughs) that's that's what happens when you come come at them alive you never know those damn toll roads in illinois are you in illinois still no i'm in indiana now Oh jeez, so, man! I eat Eastburn, you know the state of Indiana yep. needs tickets here. So uh, you're doing so, God's work. You know, doing God's right. work. <laughs> Out on the toll uh, roads, baby. You know what? Here, here's the deal: they have live bands every Friday and Saturday, and they do some Sunday nights. They got an outdoor uh, venue with uh, some large TVs. They're gonna have tailgates going on for uh, college and NFL. Uh, they got pizza, they got wings, they got a Sunday brunch that's really excellent. Uh, they've got Phillies. I mean, as far as a bar food and menu, uh, Joe himself, one of the owners, is a chef. By you know, he worked for a couple restaurants at Council Plus, but he's a chef. Um, so it's not your typical bar quality food. I mean, great restaurant, uh, lots of room. So you know, if uh, you know fans want to come over on Thursday. Uh, plenty of room for parking, and then like I said, they're gonna—I know they're gonna be having Hawkeye tailgates. Uh, Todd, the manager, he likes that team from Lincoln. We won't hold that against them too badly, since the owners oh, are yeah. Hawkeye fans. So yeah, so we gotta deal with a little bit of that. But um, yeah, exactly. But uh, uh, great people uh, with smart, want to support the community, want to support the Hawks Nest, and uh, love to get a great turnout. Um, for for them wanting to put this on and so i'm actually very excited uh to be doing a you know doing this live during the season over there in council bluffs it's going to be a lot of fun and i just need to warn the ladies out there that are listening last time matt was at a live podcast his shirt got removed and he was (laughs) bare chested i sold it off my back all right Wow. Yeah, that was the one that they wanted, was the one I was wearing. 
there were some cougars <laughs> that came in and <laughs> they um they were trying to buy a shirt and a, and a medium and we were fresh out and matt was like well hey that's the size i wear and she's like take it off and he just pulled <laughs> his shirt off in the middle of the place and she takes the shirt and she's just smells it and she goes oh my gosh it smells so good <laughs> I'm like it's like matt's your is that your first groupie i i think it was yeah they were nice ladies hey. hey travis i just looked up the dock man it is like four miles away from where i went to second grade at lakeview elementary and i took yeah. golf I, I took golf lessons at lake manawa country club which i think now is called just council bluffs country club yeah it's literally just up the street from the country club you're right absolutely yeah, man. so you're the, you know right where it's at so vivid memories i i i am um you know a a visit a surprise visit to the dock is uh maybe on the horizon folks hey there and we go. got got a place for you to stay over here at the nebraska hawks nest kyle got a spare bedroom come crash over here and I, i'm sure I, i'm sure the crew will take you out and uh, I, I'm sure we'll have plenty of swarm gold nails and swarm vodka and have a, have a good yeah. time. Well, I'll, I'll yeah, uh, they, if I make my way, it's only six hours and 17 minutes away. It's not that bad. That's not bad. Uh, no, it's, I mean, not. it's not. It's not bad at all. Well, see, I would stop in Des Moines, Ankeny area, pick up my brothers, and I'd be like, you're coming with me. Like, you know, you don't need to go to work. You're coming with me. And you don't need to go to work. And we would rock. <laughs> we, we would rock out, man. Hey, kind of like what we're going to do, kind of like what we're going to do to you on our way to Wrigley this year. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, man. <laughs> so what's, what's the, what's the, the update? Oh, go ahead, Travis. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yep, Kyle, let us just be prepared. You're getting to Wrigley one way or the other. You just don't know it yet. So. <laughs> you guys are going to kidnap me old school style. <laughs> don't worry, we'll have him home by midnight. I, I, I would know nothing about that. So. I would willingly go. Um. <laughs> Where are we at on that, Kyle? Because we have had some people reach out and ask if you're going to be in Wrigleyville. You got some people that want to meet you and have some drinks with you. I mean, I don't know if I'll be able to go to the game, but I mean, if you guys are in town, man, you know, I'd be happy to ride with you and, you know, and, and figure it out and be there with you. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I kind of, these days I live life by the, by the seat of my pants, you know, like, (laughs) So you know, kidnapping I, you like old school would actually work. I'm not, I'm not a big planner. I just kind of like, hey, let's get up and do things. As long as I got the kids covered, we're okay. good. All right. I feel pretty confident there'll be a Hawkeye fan there that will be willing to part with a ticket for you to get into the stadium. So I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident with that. I mean, if, if a Hawkeye fan – so if I was just going to the game and I had an extra ticket I was going to sell and I could have – bring kyle schlicker one of the best kickers in iowa football history and have him sit next to me i'd be like hell yes let's do it so so if we bring a certified babysitter with us would that help the situation at all kyle well yeah it would it definitely would (laughs) later like that you know like i've got the i've got my wife and uh i've got some help around town you know we can figure it out but all right i think it'd be really cool if you guys show up all right. Well, hey, count on it. We'll have you back by a reasonable time on Sunday. So, I don't know. But anyway, guys, we really uh, – Travis, I didn't know if you had anything else you wanted to add about the dock, um, Bar and Grill, and Council Bluffs. We're really excited. Every Thursday night, 6 o'clock, we're going to get things started. Um, the podcast might start a little bit later than that. You guys know we're not 
always on the dot with when we're supposed to start, but we'll be close. We'll be around there. So um, we'd lo- love to have you guys come out. We'd love to meet you, um, talk Hawkeye sports with you, have some wings, have some beers, have some swarm vodkas. And, you know, Travis, like, might even bust out the, the Council Bluffs famous overalls that he normally Ooh, wears. Hey. Ooh. The, the overalls with the tank top, you know, fashion statement, here we are. So <laughs> not a problem. I love it. I love it. So, Travis, um, when do you think that um, we're uh, – sorry, let me rephrase that real quick. When you, when you go in to the dock and you get something to eat, what are one or two of your favorite things that you get when you're there? Well, I, I for me, I like to do the, I like the, do, do the wings. And like I said the other day, I had dry rub wings, but then we had that uh, – oh, I had barbecue, and then I had what was the other dipping sauce that we had? It was like uh, Thai Thai chili. Well, no, 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 mango habanero. And mango habanero. That was freaking fantastic. So their their wings are good, and they're huge. Um, I said uh, they got a tenderloin. I like their breakfast is actually on the weekends on their Sunday buffet. Uh, If you if you want to live for something to do on Sunday, is great. you know, there's, you know, I, I do like their, uh, they have a prime rib sandwich that they do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got, you know, like I said, and they're always, and they got pizzas, you know. I asked them about making bacon a pineapple, you know. Oh. And, and uh, I think I'm going to bring my own pineapple, you know. But, you know, <laughs> so, so, some of us like the white socks in this world, too. So, you know, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. but, it was also like Miller Lite. Yeah, it's true. Good beer. Good beer. I just, I think Hawaiian pizza is un American. They put fruit on pizza is just not something I advocate. But hey, to each their own. That's okay. Well, Hawaii is part of the USA. Guys, yeah. around, here, around, here, around here, you won't find that at all. If, 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 you, if you order that, like what I've learned is kind of like ketchup on a hot dog. What I've learned, if you. If you <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you learn, if you order any of that stuff, pineapple or Canadian bacon, like they will snarl at you. I can't remember last time I actually had it. Mm. Well, we're we're gonna go ahead, Travis. I was gonna say, do they have Casey's Pizza in Illinois? I mean, you know, like you know, their breakfast Casey's Pizza. Do they have Casey's Pizza in in Illinois? All right, so uh, Bucky's Bucky's gas stations in the past, uh, you know. Well, I've been here about 17 years, and Bucky's gas stations are giant. They're huge. They're like, you know, yeah. um, Casey's recently bought all of them. So the the uh, Bucky's that used to be two miles away from me is now Casey's. And, yes, they oh. serve Casey's pizza. It's Sweet. really damn cool. My sister's so jealous. Casey's did that <laughs> Casey's did that to all the gas stations in uh, Omaha, and you can tell the difference between a Casey's gas station and one that they bought and turned yeah. into a Casey's one. They're not, they're struggling. They're not great. Yep. So. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars limited time only price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer single item at regular price Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Mm. All right, boys. We're, we need to talk about a couple things here. We're going to have a little bit of a shorter pod tonight because we're going to be having the Thursday one to talk about the upcoming game. Um, but sounds like Cade made it back to practice. Um, he's, I don't know, if, we don't know if he's a, at 100%. I'm guessing not. But I was doing some thinking about this and looking back at his history at Michigan and so far at Iowa. All right. That was very pronounced. You may, you're going to make everyone th- – you probably blew someone's speakers in their car again. I hope so. You're We're welcome. We're going to be yeah. getting Miller Light Delight. All right. But, Matt, I'm going to ask you this first. That I'm, I'm worried that Cade's injury prone. And I don't want to put that out in the atmosphere, but I, I'm worried that can this guy stay healthy all season? And, you know, is this something where, you know, we're going to get him out there and we're going to constantly be battling through injuries this whole tenure here? Because I feel like that's been, you know, the last half of his career has been nothing but little nagging injuries. Yeah, I mean, I know this one was soft tissue. Um, I think it was a quad, pulled quad or something is, is what I heard. Uh he, um, the, the heat probably played a little bit of part of it. Heat dehydration. It was, it's, it's been super hot in this late season. So I'm hoping that it was just a, a fluke deal because of that, but you kind of do in the back of your mind, you know, kind of wonder how, the durability of him a little bit. It's a little scary with as much riding on his shoulders. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of thought between a lot, you know, with a lot of Hawkeye fans, if you can. So I just hope they're getting those, uh, those two behind him, ready just as ready as he is and yeah. have to you so. know kyle when you were playing you know i know you got to see this firsthand and your know, kickers get banged up too from time to time but what did you see in the locker room the different things that were done by the training staff and the coaching staff to to keep players healthy throughout the grind of a football season because you know i think we really saw in 2015 with cj bethard like as the year went on we were joking around it was like almost weekend at bernie's at the end of the season they are propping the guy up and getting him out onto the field i mean he had like a, a pulled groin and like had everything in his body pulled pretty much and because he'd take off down the field with reckless abandon because the dude's a gamer loved me some cj bethard but what type of things did you see in the locker room that the training staff did to keep these guys going well i I mean i have a couple personal stories myself uh but what i saw was you know guys i mean i'm i'm becoming that old man you know where you know they don't make them like they used to quite frankly i mean the game is changing now where they are happy, you know, they're happy to have three, four starting quarterbacks who regularly take first team plays during practice to make sure that, hey, if Cade McNamara, who hasn't played it down yet for Iowa, already has an injury, and I get it, a leg strain, muscle strain, you know, in the quad. I've had, because I have two torn quads, one on my right, one on my left, um, and I was a kicker. That happened from sprints. Uh, anyway, you know, I think what they're preparing for it's just a new game where these kids are they're not ready to push through pain and you know i'm going to say this this is very candid but you know halftime of uh you know they're not re- they're not prepared to go up and get a cortisone shot from the athletic trainers to in, in order to finish the game instead yeah. it's instead it's hey next man in let's sit this one out and again i get it hey you're you know Going back to my stories, you know, I, I was stubborn and uh, I did, you know, back in my day, after caving, we both did extra points, field goals and kickoffs. And, you know, if you look at Iowa in the past 17 years, they've gone through phases where they've had multiple kickers do multiple things. 
So they'll have an extra point specialist. They'll have a short field goal specialist. They'll have a long field goal specialist. I mean, I would, and then they have a kickoff specialist. That would drive me nuts. Yeah, um, it really would because you know I want it. You know, part of me, you know, would want it all for me. You know, that's that, that's me being um, being very selfish. But well, being a competitor, exactly. But at the same time, I think they have identified some of these injuries. That I mean, kickers. I get it, man. There's. There's a lot less wear and tear on kickers than there are, say, a running back or a linebacker, you know, you name it. But, you know, our position, I mean, we're, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and make excuses, but, like, there's 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 things that affect us. They might be small, but, like, um, uh, you know, the smallest injury can really hinder. Um, I, mean, I mean, Kate McNamara having a, having a pulled, you know, muscle or whatever it is, torn muscle, I mean, something as small as a, uh, you know, a, I don't know, a sprained bicep or something, you know, could hinder his ability to throw a ball. I mean, it's very small. And you think, you know, as a fan, you could push through it. But these things are serious. But I I don't know if I went off a tangent there. But uh, no, it's great. Well, Travis, what are your thoughts? Do you feel do you feel confident that he's going to be able to make it through a full season with us? Because it really seems like just from the perception from the coaching staff and from the vibe that we get that if Cade goes out, like we're in trouble. Is Travis still with us? No. Oh, I think Travis moved on. All right. He's cruising through Indiana. They don't have uh, they don't have Wi-Fi there. Right. He, might, <laughs> he might he might not be with us anymore. So we'll keep going. Travis, if you're back, just you know, rip a belch, something like that. Let us know you're you're still ticking. Crack um, a beer. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, not when you're driving. Better not. Um, I've been here. We've been hearing too a little bit and doing some reading, hearing that um, Eric All and I'm sure there's some other guys is having a hard time learning the offense and picking it up. And so we always joke around from a fan perspective. We look like we run the most vanilla offense in America, but a lot of these guys have a hell of a time picking it up. What, you know, what's the deal, man? I want to see what you think. Like we have a super talented you know, tight end coming in a new quarterback coming in. Why don't we do something to streamline this and shrink it down a little bit to get these guys comfortable and get them in the flow of things so they can actually be successful this season? Yeah, I'm not sure. I guess I've already I've, we've always kind of discussed privately on some things that, uh, you know, when they're struggling with Petrus and he's saying that was the best we had, the other guys don't know the offense and we would always talk about simplify it then for the quarterbacks. You know, I don't know if that's easy to do or not. Maybe it's maybe it's more to it than that. There probably is. I mean, armchair quarterback, you know, like we are. Oh, but All of us are, yeah. Yeah, I just – you feel like there's something that they could do to streamline it, but oh. – uh, Travis, did, Travis, did some, some, Travis, did somebody yeah. in that truck, did you guys stop and have some pork and beans? I was hearing some noises there in the background. <laughs> Yeah, you, you know, like I said, we, we had some pork and something else. So uh, so I want to cover it, Cade, real quick. I, I think they're being overly cautious, but uh, I also think you need to have more than one quarterback already. Uh, obviously, Labus has been hurt, um, you know, and, of course, they've got Hill, and everybody's worried about Hill since he threw two picks on uh, um, 10 days ago when they had kids' day over there. 
Yeah. So, but but I, I you know, I, I don't blame him for being a little bit cautious coming off the knee injury. It sounds like he's going to wear a brace. Um, I think you've always got to be prepared for the next man in. You know, yeah. I, I hear a lot of soft tissue stuff. Cooper DeGene did it, uh, you know, has been in and out a little bit. Uh, there's been a couple other players, um, you know. I, so I think as far as Kane goes, they'd be fine. The other thing, and Kyle mentioned this, and, and I said, uh, you know, um, Caleb Shudak kind of went through this for a couple years when Duncan was kicking extra points, and Caleb was the um, long, you know, the kickoff specialist. And, and, and I would agree with Kyle Tolley. It's kind of like, okay, it's kind of like being the bridesmaid at the wedding, you know. It's kind of like, okay, you know, I'm not getting married, but I, yeah, I guess I get to be involved in the wedding. So, uh I can see that being frustrating as far as a kicker, but you know, well, with what he went through, it's it's frustrating because uh, we are. Um, you got to basically be if you're like I personally. I was I was warming up constantly, and I was doing all of I was doing everything extra points. Luckily, I was kicking a lot during my tenure because Coach Ferentz, you know, really really trusted me and believed in me. But like when you split up things like that, like. You have a long field goal specialist, you have a short field goal specialist, you have a kickoff specialist, and then, you know, who knows if you got an extra point guy, but, like, the amount of time between reps, like, ah, guys, the amount of torque that's on your muscles when, like, it's, again, it's kind of hard to explain. You're not breaking a sweat. Your body's not warmed up. Uh, it's tough to, like, go out there and kick a 50-yard field goal when you haven't been kicking field, kicking 50-yard field goals for the past few hours. All yeah. of a sudden, yeah. oh, it's tough to do that. It really is. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think what's going to happen. And we, I know we're not going to talk I think get Kate in there. I think it's important for him to be there on Saturday. But I can tell you, if Iowa gets up twenty-four to three or whatever, I think Kate will probably be the first one they pull once to get you a comfort point to get some of these other guys some experience. So, you know, listen, beating Utah State and frankly beating Iowa State, where we want to win them games that's not necessarily the end goal if you know what I'm saying. So I, yeah. I, I think uh, you got to look big picture a little bit. Uh, I, if I had to put a hundred dollar bill, I bet you Kate was probably itching to get out there. But the doctor, I mean, the doctors were probably holding them back too, saying, listen, this isn't about week zero or week one. So uh, I think Kate will be all right. Um, you know, I, I just think they want to make sure he's not going to be limited in mobility. So like I said, we got up. We supposed to get approved on offensive line, but we knew where Achilles' heel. And, and you know, Matt talked about this earlier. You know, during the week. Listen, I'd rather have I'd rather have Kate sit for the Utah State game if it meant him being 100 percent ready for the Iowa State game and the rest of the schedule. Um, but I'm sure there's an importance to having him out there as from a team perspective because I, I think everybody's seen Kate is the leader at least on the offensive side of the ball. And you yeah. want your leader marching out on, on opening Saturday, no yeah. doubt about yeah. it. So. Yeah. Well, the confidence with him, of it yeah, probably yeah. is huge. Well, with him missing a lot of fall camp, too, like they really are probably in need of reps. He probably needs to get out there and keep throwing to those receivers because it makes you a little bit worried that all of that progress that he made with his receivers and tight ends and you know the symmetry with the offensive line that – is some of that lost a little bit now that you sat out for as long as you did with, with the injury. And I'm, you know, I just have the feeling and I, I don't know the guy personally, but if Cade is not playing, he seems like from what we're seeing, he's a gamer and he's a competitor. And if he's not playing, there's a significant reason why. So yeah. 
hopefully hopefully he can get better and and be ready for the start of the season but um travis i wanted to ask you too real quick we're gonna um before we end things um what are your thoughts on the whole Noah Shannon situation with him being suspended the whole entire year? Um, do you think that that's going to get reduced since we're appealing it? I hope so. You know what? The guy did a stand-up thing, admitted he was involved with it. They, you know, put the team ahead of himself. Didn't go to the Big Ten media day to not to be a distraction. And basically, the NCA gives him the big old fu by you know by by treating him as light did. You know, I'm sorry. Uh, Noah Shannon, it's a sixth year. He came back this year to be involved with it. And so for the NCA to do what he did to him, like I said, NCA, no class at all. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about it. I hope they, I hope they change their mind on it. Um, you know, I, obviously he wagered on something and he admitted to it. I, I just think it's crap what they're doing to him. And I hope to God that there's some people with common sense. It, even if they take him three to six games, let it, He's put the time and let him get his opportunity. This it's his last chance to do something. Yeah, I mean, Matt, I I'm fully of the belief, and I told you this that if he were to bet on an Iowa football game that he played in, he should be kicked off the team and never allowed to play college football again. But he didn't. He should be punished a little bit. But I was thinking like three games, maybe you know, and have to sit out because you're not. All those guys know. You're not allowed, and they take classes on this, and they're told this when they come in, that you're not allowed to gamble on NCAA sports, yet so many of them did it anyway, and I don't know how some of these guys, sorry, I'm going to call you an idiot. You know, didn't you learn anything from Pete Rose? Like, you know, the guy bet on his own team, and he was banned from the game, like, for pretty much the majority of his whole life. And I, I don't know, he still is banned, isn't he, from the Hall of Fame? I, I'm not sure all these regulations yeah. right now, but, like, you know better than that. And if you are still not able to control it, you need to go to, like, 1-800-BETS-OFF and talk to a professional about getting gambling help because that that's unexcusable. But he bet on an Iowa women's basketball game, okay? That, that was stupid. Not so stupid that you need to be suspended for the whole season. You know, you got to think, are you doing what's right for the kid? The NCAA is supposed to set the standard where, you know, you're policing things and you're holding people accountable and having guidelines. But you're also supposed to be opening doors for young men and women and giving them opportunities, not shutting the door in their face for a little tiny mistake. You know, you right. ruined Drew Ott's career, you know, because of your idiotic mistakes. Don't continue to do this like they can't seem to get out of their own way so i don't know matt what are your thoughts on that yeah i really like what kirk said that you could probably fill kinnick stadium with the student athletes that bet on games yeah um and i mean they're they're so far removed from the women's basketball program that those athletics that you know having that insider or whatever they think they have there i i'm with you i i thought three, four game suspension, let him get back out there and finish his season like he should as a sixth year senior and not ruin the whole kid's career and life possible. I mean, I don't know how, if this will affect his NFL press uh, draft, but it sure could. I don't, Kyle, I don't really understand. Like, you know, a guy like Jim Harbaugh buys some kids, some cheeseburgers, gets them some Harburgers. They're hungry. And they the NCAA wants to suspend him for four games. Like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, and so Michigan is self-imposing a three-game suspension for him, which I, that too I think is stupid. Like, yeah. I think maybe one game for that. And if, if that, but these guys are making 
now a lot of them, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars with, you know, probably not. Well, some are making millions with these NIL oh, yeah. deals. There's, there's yeah. NIL million dollar deals out there. Absolutely, there is. But you're, you can't police that. So you're going to bust them for buying some kids a cheeseburger. You're going to, you know, crack down on somebody betting on a, a game that had literally nothing to do with their own sport. I get <clears> that's breaking the rules, but, uh, what do you feel about that, Kyle? Do you feel like for Noah Shannon that a, a year long suspension is is appropriate? Well, uh, for me, the the devil's in the details. You know, like so he did not place a bet on a F- Iowa football game that he played in. Correct? Correct. Yeah, correct. But he bet on other Hawkeye sports. I, he placed a bet on women's basketball. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. the only one we know of for and, sure. And, 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 and my know. understanding of that is one of them deals where they enticed him with like fifty dollars or yeah, something. Look. So you know, bet Fred or whoever it was enticed him and said, "Hey, we'll give you free money." And it was like a five dollar bet. I mean, it was like really. Yeah. But who knows? Who knows what the NCAA? I mean, this is all new to them, too. And, like, who knows what their agenda is and trying to make him, make an example of him. Maybe there's more to the story, too, that we don't know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, come on. There's probably University of Iowa staff right now that's betting on the football players, you know. I mean, it's yeah. – and and it, it, it is getting out of hand a little bit. And I think that it's unfair that the football players, because they are making bets. Now, hold on a minute. If you're if you're making bets, uh, you know, on your own team, I mean, quite frankly, even if the NCAA, NCAA doesn't do anything to you, you should be kicked off the team immediately. I mean, yes, you, right. I agree. If it's no if it's a game you have control oh, of the outcome of, oh, absolutely, absolute disgust. Like you should be right. shunned from the community for life. But. Um, you know, because that's just that's just you, you did things to control games. You know, blah blah blah. I'm not going to get into that, but um, you know, man, I, this wasn't a part of my life. Uh, I and and maybe it was, and I just didn't know about it. Uh, it definitely wasn't as accessible as it, as it is now. But I do it has changed in that aspect. Yeah. Accessibility is huge. Yeah, I do. Apps. I do. I do. Coach Ferentz, you know, I love the way that he gets fired up. He did the same thing. I know his little mannerisms and the way that he does things when I played. Every time I see him doing an interview now, I see where he gets fired up. Like I can, it gets me fired up too because I know exactly what he's what he's talking about. Um, yeah. You know, man. Uh, gosh, I. Uh, why can't people just play football? You know, like. Yeah, it's like. Accept accept what they have. Play. Listen to their coaches and just you know. Like, do what they love doing, man. I happen to be really good at kicking footballs, and that's what I did. Like, that's what I signed up to do for the five, six years that I was there. And that's all I focused on, that in school. And, I guess, marrying my wife. But <laughs> best thing you ever, Best thing you ever did. Or, yeah, well, I shouldn't say marry my wife, but finding someone that would square me away for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh. Travis, are you at another toll booth? It looks like you're at a gas station now. I stopped to buy diesel fuel, so... Uh... Hey, Travis, Travis, I want to ask you one thing real quick before you go out and diesel up. Um, why are we the only state doing this? Why is the Iowa Gaming Commission deciding that they're going to go out and bust all the Iowa State and Iowa players' asses, but none of the other state gaming commissions are doing this? Well, I think that's coming. Uh, my understanding is, you know, after last year when the Florida 
uh, Alabama, what was it? Uh, uh, was it the Alabama baseball coach got in trouble, got fired? Yeah. Um, it was my understanding that there was some irregularities within the, I don't want to say the baseball program, but something with the baseball team is actually what touched off the D, uh, DCI. And that's why they started looking at it. Yeah. Well, didn't we say back when we were talking about this, like he put just an insane amount of money on Alabama baseball. It was like a hundred thousand dollars. And all of a sudden, like red flags started going up. And I'm like, that that's somebody that has a gambling <laughs> problem big time. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I was looking at some of the amounts that these guys were winning and you know, it's like who cares? You know, like they you know, like I get it over time, it accumulates, but um but again, I do have a problem with, and just th- this comes from being inside the locker room and, you know, spending day in and day out with your, with, with the guys, if you're placing bets against your team and, uh, you know, like, yeah. especially ones that you have, you have significant, you know, it, it, you have significant control over. I think it's a little bit different if you're a walk, if you're like a walk on and you're not going to be playing for three years and you're making bets, but still that's, that's, um, that's wrong. Really well, I, I'm, like Arlen Bruce, Travis, like Arlen Bruce, oh. you know, was betting. Like, is Arlen Bruce going to play football ever again? No, he, he's going to be done. I can't no see him playing football again. Yeah, I mean, sorry, I'm glad you transferred because that that that, that, that that's embarrassing. And I mean, well, I think he even it? scored the touchdown that put him on the over, and he bet the under <laughs> on one of his bets. <laughs> So he actually scored to to lose the bet he placed on Iowa football. <laughs> was it one though? Like he 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 fumbled like at the ten yard line on a game. It was the he, Iowa State game, I believe. Yeah, and he bet against Iowa, didn't he? I think yeah, so. He, he bet the yeah. under. He bet the, he bet under. the under. Yeah, that's here. exactly what everyone else is, everyone's doing right now is dissecting all that stuff. And that that kid, unfortunately, if he does end up playing wherever he ends up. That's unfortunate, but I mean, he should get the kibosh, you know, like there's, there's people like yeah. that, but I get, it's becoming part of our lives now. It's becoming part of their lives. And yeah, they're going to have to stuff. figure out consistency and, yeah. and I mean, uh, training and well, I guess meetings well, that really emphasize this. Adam, to go to your point, man, like why aren't other NCAA schools doing this? They probably are. They probably are just waiting for, to see what we do first. You know, the, the, the Big 12 actually has put a consortium together to discuss this whole deal after what happened with Iowa State as a conference. So, I, I, so, and I think you'll eventually see the same thing from the Big 10. I mean, you know, I know we, we don't talk wrestling much this time of year, and then they retracted the story, but pretty much all of Iowa's upperweights on the wrestling team, you know, are pretty much either going to sit on a half or a full season based right. off of what they, off of what they did. And so, most um, of them, you know, yeah, are are out. Yeah, yeah. like four or five, isn't there, Travis? Six, six Actually, of them. Six, six yeah. of them, and then they sit and took it back. Says, "Well, they weren't given the names or whatever." But I mean, it, the names are out there. Yep. Um I'm not going to repeat them per se until they get give the okay. But I mean, you talk about decimate a program. I mean, these most of them are seniors. Most of them are seniors too. You know, or fifth year COVID seniors. You know. Um, so at their wrestling season, you know, and shoot, they don't start practice for another month. So, um, yeah, 
I, I'm sure when it's all said and done, there will be some major, how do I want to put it, um, they'll look at this really hard. And, mm. uh, you know, they need to. Um, you know, and, and the simple part is, you know what the rules are when you get the scholarship, you got the NIL money. And what I would say, you know, you go into the NFL, you can't bet on NFL games either. So if you're right. playing football or basketball, just stay away from the sport that you're doing and probably stay away from your university. If you're in college and you're an athlete, you probably should stay away from it altogether. So You, yeah. you watch these, like, documentaries about the teams in the SEC, like Swamp Kings and the Johnny Manziel thing and, you know, all the different things in the SEC. And, like, it's like the local police departments and everybody, like, looks out for the players and the guys in the team. And it's like they get in trouble at a party with a bunch of alcohol and the cops are like, all right, get, get out of here, get home. The Iowa City police are going to run you to the police station, snap a mugshot, throw it all over social media, and sell you up the river. And that's, the state of Iowa as a whole needs to do a better job of protecting our athletes. You know, not to say that what they did you know, was right. If you're betting on Iowa sports, you should be done. But like a guy like Noah Shannon, couldn't the kid just sit out a game or two and none of us even need to know about what the hell happened? Like that as a state Iowa Gaming Commission, the Iowa City Police Department, like they I'm not saying give these kids unbelievable special treatment, but good Lord, like you got the SEC that's just like, hey, man, we don't want to get these guys in trouble because, you know, <laughs> we're going to we're going to lose on Saturday. Championship this year. We better let that go. The, the Iowa City Police are like live streaming it like, here we go. Here's Iowa football players doing something wrong. You know, make guys, sure you suspend them. I uh in 04, when we clinched the Big Ten championship against Wisconsin at home, I mean, that was a night game. I was in bed by 1030 because I was just I was just scared of going out. Sure. I mean, because I, sure. I, had seen two, I had seen too many of my teammates who were on full ride, you know, just, you know, get screwed by the Iowa City Police Department. I mean, it really was kind of a thing. Yeah, I mean, you basically have to have your mouth shut when you come out of that bar, even if you're talking about the Cubs versus White Sox series and how pumped up you are about it. If you're loud and obnoxious, they're going to get you. I mean, it's it's it was ridiculous. It was almost pointless to go downtown as a right. especially as a football player because you're you're going to get mad, man. Yeah, especially in season, stay in your dorm. Just stay in your dorm. Yeah, during the football season, just yeah, hang out and, with each other <laughs> and, don't, and don't gamble ever. Right. Just stay off the game. I know we said it was going to be short, but I got one more thing I'm thinking about. Caitlin Clark and Connor McCaffrey. So here's what I went on. Connor McCaffrey could barely score when he played basketball in Iowa, but he scores the best women's college basketball player that happens (laughs) to go to the same university. What? I didn't know that they were dating before I saw the picture. (laughs) No, and Caitlin, Caitlin posted it in some. Some lady posted, like, good Lord, let them have their privacy. I'm like, freaking Caitlin posted it on her social media. Like, what the hell? It's not like, yeah. it's not like I'm the paparazzi and I'm, like, floating yeah. in the water in scuba gear taking pictures <laughs> of him on the boat. Like, I see Adam doing that. He's got his life jacket on and his GoPro floating it's in good, on the you know, boat. I, 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 will say, I will say this. It's, it's good to, you know, she has, I mean, her life has just absolutely skyrocketed the last few years. Yeah, it's good absolutely. to see her relaxing. Relaxing. I mean, she's yeah, having a good house, time. You know, she still does that stuff. Absolutely. But, I mean, there's, there's nothing better than relaxing on a boat, you know, with your 
whoever you care about next to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still jealous about the pictures from last weekend, but that's okay, Kyle. So okay. don't run. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, was fun too, man. And Kyle caught some big, big fish. Yeah, yeah. That's it awesome. was uh, that was fun. I mean, uh, you have it. You're welcome to post it if you want. But um, I uh, I went up to uh, Thompsonville, Michigan, with my brother-in-law and his brother-in-law and his brother-in-law's high school friends. And it was, it's a great time, man. We, it's my second year. They've done it now for, I think, five or six years. But we get a, we rent a cabin right on the Betsy River, uh, right there in Thompsonville. We go golfing at Crystal Mountain Resort. And then we finish the trip with a uh, charter boat fishing trip right on Lake Michigan, man, catching salmon. Very cool. Okay, yeah, that was home. a nice looking salmon, dude. Those are awesome. Home. I think we, I think we yielded about forty pounds total of salmon meat. I came wow. home with, a, wow. I came home with about fifteen pounds. Wow. That Jealous. Is, you know, this and to go, awesome. to go back to that whole boating comment with Caitlin, uh, sitting on the boat with Connor. I'm a shitty swimmer. I'd have been flopping <laughs> around in there. Connor would have probably jumped in and be like, "Dude, that guy's drowning. Like, I need to help." Him. <laughs> he ain't like, gonna make it. <laughs> I went into the Navy and I can't swim. Give me a break. <laughs> How does that happen? Uh, well, you know what? A foot, a foot on the backside doesn't hurt to keep me above water. So, hey, you guys, swim. you know, it's okay if you don't know how to swim. Learning how to float is the best. It is there you go. If you can that's float. like that's like living in the desert and being allergic to sand. Like, <laughs> hey, like, and that's not the first guy that was in the Navy that I heard of that couldn't swim, which surprises me. What were you saying, Kyle? Well, I was just saying, you know, like, if you know, uh, working where I used to work, um, you know, being able to control your buoyancy, which you can do, regardless of your competent composition, uh, is, is very important. You know, and the, and the Navy, I mean, think about the Navy, man. They're one of the biggest, they're one of the biggest, uh, uh, you know, um, aspects of the U.S. military, and they they allow people to join from all walks of the world. Who they they, they even let they even let Travis in. That's they have to. They have to <laughs> I mean, dude, every every single day they're putting three to four hundred people through water. Uh, you know, just teaching people how to swim, and it's yeah. crazy. They're joining the Navy. You know, but right. You're going to be in some water. You're going to see a little bit of it in the Navy. Yeah. And they're not teaching them how to swim there. If you watch the training, I wish I had video of it, but it's, it was illegal for me to do. But if you watch the training that they're taking these guys through these, you know, kids from Waukegan, Illinois, from, you know, all over the world, uh, they're not teaching them how to swim. They're teaching them how to survive. They're right. Teaching them to control their buoyancy and how to, you know, get comfortable. They teach them how to, how to fall off that. Carrier. Exactly. If you fall yeah. off the ship, you got to be able to be comfortable. They don't care about having to swim to shore. Like, care, care no, you're not you know. going to make it to shore at that point. <laughs> oh, no. No, not when you're in the middle of the Persian Gulf and you get blown off the backside by an F-14 and you got 12 chains <laughs> and you're standing in that. That's not my idea of a good time. Been there, lived at first hand. So. <laughs> good Lord. Oh, my gosh. Guys, all right, that, these are great stories. This honestly has been one of the more fun podcasts we've had in a while, so this was good. Um, what What are you guys doing this week for the game? I'm going to start with the middle light, the light. Well, hopefully I can uh, make it out to Omaha to my buddy Adam's man cave. So um, that's what I'm shooting for. I've got some some babysitter issues like Kyle on it, so we're going to 
we're going to see how it all plays out, but that's the all goal. Right. Well, if you need to bring them on out, they're welcome. So bring the kids out to the Nebraska Hawks nest. And then Kyle, are you going to be, you going to be watching the game or are you going to be out watch, be washing the car? Well, first of all, <laughs> well, first, I'm going to do both. Once I, once I get a TV in the garage, I'll probably be doing both. Um, okay. There you go. Well, oh boy. I got to figure out where it's going to be or who's going to be broadcasting it here. Um, because we recently ditched cable. So we have Sling now. Okay. So it's, it's kind of spotty, you know. So, but I do have a lot of friends in the area, so I'll have to figure. There you out, go. I'll figure. I'll have to figure out who's having it, and then uh, bribe them with uh, tacos and tequila, and you know, we'll watch the game somewhere. But either way, you know, it's Utah. It's Utah versus Iowa. It's. I don't want to say it's that big of. A, it's not that big of a deal, but Utah State. Utah, Utah State. State you know, it's not that. It, I don't want to say it's not that You never really know for sure, but. Uh, I'm going to be watching it one way or the other, whether it's on my phone while I'm washing a car or at a buddy's house. So I read in um, the Iowa City newspaper that the mayor of Beverly Bluffs is going to be in Iowa City for the game this weekend. Travis, is that true? Yes, I will be. I'm pulling my camper over to Oxford on Friday. I got a camping spot for the football season outside Iowa City, and uh, it'll be there for the game. My my son, who's supposed to be there, seems to think that flying to Taiwan and spend a week with his aunt is more important than going to the Iowa Utah game. But uh, it's college so, football season. Well, yeah, but this is kind of like, hey, he's he's a Marine and he's going with three first world people, first world people, and he's living in a third world situation, and they're going to be in Taiwan for ten days without air conditioning. Yep. I expect it to be fantastic. So, uh, oh but I will be, I will be in Iowa City, repping, tailgating, ready to watch the football game. All right. Well, I will be sitting in this area right behind me. Having some uh, not swarm vodka, maybe some little Tito's, little swarm vodka, and you know, watch. Hopefully, watching the Hawks tear it up and start out. It's on Fox Sports One, just so you know. Okay, so it should be pretty easy to get on Sling. Kyle, at some point, you're gonna have to buy Peacock. I got it from my kid, so it's yeah. like, you know, a couple of you, know, you had to get the Peacock Network. So I got I so. got a couple buddies. I got a couple buddies that I can steal their passwords from. There you go. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to the cable and stuff, I'm just becoming really cheap, man. I'm just like, what, whatever. Yeah, I just have a problem. Like, if there's a game on that I want to watch, <laughs> I'm apparently a spoiled brat when it comes to sports because I'll do whatever it takes to get it on so I can watch <laughs> it. So. It's, Even if uh, it's the White Sox? Yeah, you know what? I bought the MLB package just so I could watch the White Sox because they yes. suck so bad they're never on TV. It's like Iowa State fans, man. They'll do whatever it takes to watch them, you know? Yeah. By, yeah. by, the way, by the way, my cousin bought some Lames Lager the other night. And I told him, I said, I've already tried it, and it tastes like 2 and 10. And I had to explain it to him many times. I'll tell you about the intellect of Iowa State fans right there. So, yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe after this season, we can give Matt Campbell a GA job on our, our uh, coaching staff. Because if he keeps sinking like this, he might not have a job much longer. So. All right, boys. Be a rough a, season for Iowa State. Have a great week this week. It's game week. We want to tell everyone, too, that, that are listening, when you go to work on Friday, wear a Hawkeye polo or a Hawkeye shirt. Rep your black and gold, okay? If you got a Nebraska Hawks nest shirt and you're in Omaha, rock it. We're going to be rock rocking it. ours. Wear your black and gold. Slap a Tiger Hawk on the back of your car. 
time to represent and let people know what time it is. That's right. The, the, the dock uh, location, uh, South Expressway and Veterans Highway in Council Bluffs. Uh, in Council Bluffs. So if you get off at the well, the Walmart exit and go straight south, uh, it's right across from TSC. If you go down to the turn light, turn turn light, or it's two blocks north of the Council Council Bluffs Country Club. Easy to find, easy to get off, easy to get on. Uh, it should be a great time. All right. I'm I'm excited about the dock. It's a good time. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, we hope we're going to be doing it every week. So we hope that you guys come out and just hang out, you know, talk some Hawkeye sports with us. Let's have some wings. Let's have some drinks. Just have a good time. And, you know, we might be stopping out for a few of the games on Saturdays, too. So make sure you get, make sure you guys are coming out for those as well. And, you know, we got a new partnership with the dock uh, bar and grill and Council Bluffs. We're excited about it. Let's go. All right, guys. Go Hawks. All right. We'll see you go Thursday Hawks. night. We'll see you Thursday night, everybody. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Go Hawks.